0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Triple Play. I'm back here again with Zach and Jake. Yo. Um, how are you guys doing today?
1: Good, good. Just um, getting ready to start the new week. Um, got not much planned. i waiting for Thanksgiving right around the corner, seeing how that's going to go uh still still should be good though we'll see nice
2: i don't know if i'm coming up for thanksgiving boys but uh that's kind of a last minute decision i might either just take a flight or uh
0: make a drive down or up up now i'm i'm down now (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll figure something out but um that's good to hear we're doing good tough little week but um yeah let's uh kind of just want to see how you guys are doing checking in back at it again with our second episode i actually uh i'll let every all the viewers know and i'll let you guys know because i haven't really talked to you guys about it i finished your the first episode it should be up hopefully tomorrow at least on spotify waiting for the approval on apple music and google podcasts as well so i found out the other ones that we can use but yeah so hopefully that goes well and we have uh listeners possibly very soon
2: nice so the viewer the viewers know that we are recording our second one uh before we posted our first because we just
0: work that hard (laughs) (laughs) well because that and uh we're a three-man team we're a three-man team that has to do everything. Not to say that it was a bad thing because you always want to do your own work, but we're also learning in the process. So, bear with us. We'll we'll get it going, don't worry. And actually, today is November 9th. Just to put that out there so when we listen back and have our viewers listen, they'll know when this was recorded. So, today, um I thought or we both all of us thought, I should say, that a good segment we could go ahead and talk about is uh free agency. I mean, last week we discussed um award winners. Um, had our predictions there and why not keep the prediction train going and talk about free agency and where we think some of these uh, highly um, touted free agents and maybe even big trade names are going to be going starting next season so um, yeah Uh, I know Jake probably wants to brag a little bit because we found out today that he got two predictions right in his rookie of the year and and Zach only got one
1: yeah just a little bit you know Devin Williams did his thing. I'm proud of that guy. I knew he was gonna take it home. Um, yeah, and Kyle Lewis really deserved that one too. So, hot start to my award pick so far.
0: <laughs> we'll see how how much of a guru he really is. But um, all right, yeah, let's get into this. Um, I I got a couple names here. Um, I'll go ahead and start with a hitter first. This one is actually really interesting in my opinion because there's a lot of rumors out there around this guy, and I I could not. I can't think of who he would actually go to and that's um A.T. Romuto, catcher of the Philadelphia Phillies. Um he is I'm looking here he's 30 now, so I'm, I know with catchers obviously age is pretty important because you don't know how much legs they have left in him, but for some reason I feel like this is a guy that his legs I don't think are going to catch up to him. I, I I mean I could be wrong, obviously. Catchers they could age really fast, but this guy's he almost doesn't even remind you of a catcher because of how versatile and how different he is let's see I don't know I mean I've read that the Mets are really in on him and that that would be a really interesting signing for them I think that'd be a great signing if I'm gonna be honest because um they just got new ownership as we know they have a lot of money coming their way and why not steal a guy from their division rival and give it hey uh we're back we're trying to come back and win this division so we'll just swoop him on and uh start there. That would be a great signing in my opinion. I know uh, there's small rumors about the Yankees. I don't really see that actually happening, but you guess you never know with the Yankees. Um, but that's, I mean, and then obviously he can come, he can go back to the Phillies. But if I had just a, this is just a wild guess, I guess, cause I, I haven't, I really haven't heard much rumors on him other than the Mets. And you know, I guess I'll, I'll go with the Mets. As I said, the new ownership, I guess it makes sense to just spend the money right away and make a statement in the division, and make a statement in, across the entire league. So I could see him going to the Mets, probably a long-term deal. Uh, as a catcher, probably not going to hit 100 mil, but maybe four years, probably seems pretty standard for a catcher. And yeah, New York Mets, JT Romunto, that's my prediction, my soft prediction, I should say.
1: Yeah, I'll go. Um, I think he's also going to go to the Mets. I agree with that one. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you mentioned that the new ownership's coming in and they want to build a winner. Uh, the Steve Cohen seems like he means business. Um, and what a way to start that off by acquiring arguably the best catcher in the league. It's not really arguable anymore because he's kind of taken a step ahead of everybody else. But um, yeah, I could totally see real Muto going to the Met on a five or five year deal, close to a hundred mil. Um, you don't really have to worry about his leg. He's a super athlete. Um, you know, he does everything well. He's a great leader. I think that'd be a great move for the Mets. So I'm sticking with the Mets here.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm a bit confused why you guys think that his longevity at age 30 will, um, I guess, like, think that he he's, you know, worth a long-term deal. I guess you're right. You're saying four-year deals here and whatnot. Um, but I do think of, I don't know if I could just like flat out think he's going to be just fine in the next few years. I mean, yes, he had an incredible year. He's incredibly athletic, but I mean, I just think of Buster Posey, right? They've had up until this point, right? So Posey's what? 32 now. Um, he's been in the league since he's what been, he's had, he had his first full season at age 23 and Real Muto had his first real season at 24. So about a season's difference. And um, Posey... Or sorry. Real Muto is going to go into his age 30 season. So he's definitely going to see a lot of decline in my opinion. I mean, I think regardless... And and keep in mind, Posey did play first base throughout those those long years that he had with the Giants uh, before kind of you know falling apart to injury no i don't has real Muto had any injuries and sir, so i bring this up just because i'm trying to get a sense of like his value before i kind of make a prediction here
0: um i can i'm
2: looking do you guys happen to know yeah i'm
0: looking at his games played right now actually he he sits around 130 120 to 140 i'll give you a, a long range and as a catcher that's pretty much he he doesn't miss any time because you know as a catcher you're not playing every single game okay I would like to hear like after hearing that he obviously is pretty durable as a catcher and I mean as you, I mean you, I don't know if you have his numbers in front of you, but he is obviously probably the best catcher in big leagues. I don't really see anyone else who comes he's the most too yeah close. he's
2: definitely the most consistent uh, and best hitter uh, as a catcher. I know he's pretty damn good behind the plate too so he's definitely the most valuable catcher at this point um, in terms of on the free agency market um but yeah i if i'm actually gonna make i'm gonna make a bolder prediction here so i know you guys are saying the mets but i think the blue jays are in a spot right now where they have a pretty solid team um i agree pretty young team as well um they got that young pitching staff coming up right um, and, and and they have some veteran guys too, right? So they have a pretty nice mix, uh, you know, with like Nate Pearson, Hingin Ryu. Um, Robbie Ray, they just signed and, just uh, yesterday, actually. Robbie Ray, they just signed Robbie Ray, re-signed Robbie Ray. So I would think the Blue Jays have some cash to make a, make a move here. And they don't really have anybody behind the plate that's... I mean, Danny Jansen, I think he's solid, but... You know, if they signed Real Muto, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> he's, sucks. No Muto. No, um, <laughs> he's no JT Real Muto. He's no JT Real Muto, but I think that the Blue Jays signed him to a uh, uh, to also, you know what? I'm going to say a five year deal. I'm going to go five year, um, uh, and I'm also looking at Posey's contract, and you know he signed a uh, what did he sign an eight year one sixty. So I'm trying to think just off the top of my head, present value today. I'm just going to, I'm just going to flat out say five year, $100 million contract to the Blue Jays. Yeah,
0: That's not bad at all. I mean, considering Grindahl's was four at 73, just under 20. And you figure, I mean, as you, as we all have said, Real Muto's more valuable than Grindahl was. Not to say Grindahl's a bad player at all. He's probably a top five catcher, but, um, Real Muto will bring in a little bit more money. I mean, Again, with COVID, we don't really know. The numbers could be a little different, but I still think he, he could get the... If he's going five years, I think he could definitely reach the $100 million mark. But yeah, the Blue Jays, I like that, actually. Yeah, I, that's a good choice because, they, like you said, Danny Jansen, he's not the greatest. They did have that catcher who came up late in the COVID season. He he was hitting pretty well, but who's not to say they put JT Real Muto around that team. He's a, probably be a great leader for a team that's up and coming and could make something happen there. Um. I guess on that note, we can move on to another hitter, actually. And I think this one is really interesting, in my opinion. This one's actually, there could be a lot of people in on him, and I think there should be a lot of people in on him, but I have not heard it. And it's George Springer of the Atros. He will be going into his age 31 season, coming off another great... Cheater! <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> coming off a great <laughs> postseason <laughs> again. I mean, obviously, we don't know about those first couple postseasons if he you know was cheating or not but he he can hit he can hit he's i think he's another one of those guys that's really overlooked i mean again the cheating thing might have a lot to do with that too but he's legit he's He's legit he can hit he can rake and he's a leadoff hitter which is interesting because he's a very power hitting leadoff hitter which you don't really see a lot of now and i i would think the astros have the money to resign him it makes sense But I've heard the Cardinals. I've heard, um, I mean, maybe the Blue Jays, who knows? I've heard a couple teams here and there. Not too sure exactly where he could end up. But I mean, I would like to actually hear from you guys first before I make my prediction because I I haven't, again, not heard too many rumors around him as well. So Jake or Zach?
1: George Springer, the Blue Jays makes perfect sense. Um, They're looking to compete in the AL East. They need someone that can hold down their leadoff spot slash an outfield spot on their team um who better to do it than a postseason hero like this say what you want about that um the guy can hit he hit this year in the postseason he's hit every year in the postseason um yeah he you know he's unreal talent um not not super young but not super old either so very good age for him um I think this is a good time for the Blue Jays to strike, and again, who better to get George Springer on their team? So that's where I'm going. George Springer. I think he gets. I think he gets a four or five year deal as well, like Real Muto. Um, both those guys are the same age, ish. I think so. Yeah, four years, close to 100 mil for him as well. George Springer to the Blue Jays. That's a really good.
2: Wow, that's a really good prediction. I actually like that. Although I just read a MLB trade rumors. Blue Jays interested in. So, I'm not sure if you just read that and, you know, you want to look hot shit on here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe you because, I mean, I think this article literally just came out. Um, so, wow. You're you on to something. You're on to something. Yeah, we'll, we'll see who they sign. If it's Real Muto or Springer or who knows? Maybe both. I don't think that'll happen, but um, we'll see. Um... Let's see. Um, that's a, this is a tough one. Um,
0: yeah, that's where I'm having trouble too because I think he could go to just about anyone, honestly. But he ahead, could sorry. go
2: anywhere. Um, he could resign. Um, he could go. Okay, so here's what I here's here's where I'm torn. Right, I'm gonna I'm just gonna flat out say it. I think he could potentially go to our favorite team, the Boston Red Sox. They're losing Jackie Bradley. I don't know what their financial situation looks like. It's probably pretty shitty um, after they just threw all that money at Chris Hill. Um, I don't know why they come to mind, but that's that's my second choice. My first choice is I, I think he's gonna resign, and I think he's gonna resign for about a three-year deal um, with a higher you know annual average value there. Um, I want to say, and this sounds this might sound crazy. I might be inflating this number but i i mean i do think he's a top-notch outfielder so i want to say about what do i want to give him here um i mean he's not he's never been an average guy he does um he's you know he's more of a slugger like hits bombs um but i i think he's you know i would give him at 31 years old i would give him like three years 75 mil and that sounds crazy Actually, was that what did Cespedes get? The reason why I want I want to make sure
0: he was at three. I think about seventy five. You might maybe more. I mean, I'll look it up for you for sure. I was
2: pretty sure he signed like some three year deal with the Mets at one point.
0: Um, it was four years, one hundred and ten million dollars.
2: Exactly. So that's that. What that? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> ouch is right. So. I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say four-year uh, 110 as well, because that's about what I think he should get, um, just based on, like, what he brings to a team, what he, his marketing value, and, um, you know, obviously his ability to hit the shit out of a baseball, so, um, and play a good outfield, so, um, that's what I'm going to go with.
0: Alright, that's interesting. Now that I hear both your guys' takes, I'm I'm reading an article here that says um, some teams that could be interested are uh, obviously the Astros, the White Sox, the Cardinals, the Red Sox, the Padres, and the Blue Jays. But hearing that list, that's very interesting to me. The Padres one is really interesting because I... I know they have, their outfield isn't obviously like superstar outfield, but I feel like it's filled for the most part. But I mean, adding a guy like him, you can definitely make space for whoever it is and that's in your outfield. I think reading that, I, I am going to go with the Cardinals. We're all going to be a little different here, but... I think that's a team that they're known to be um postseason contenders every year and I feel like they've just kind of stalled I I mean last year they didn't play that well the year before that I don't have the numbers in front of me but I don't think they played that well either And that's a franchise that's they're, they're similar to like the Yankees the Dodgers I guess you could throw the Giants in that mix too they they don't really like losing and they're not used to used to losing so I think they do need to go out and make a big splash um I know Marcel Ozuna's out there they can always re-sign him but I don't see him really going back there especially after how that ended but um I think George Springer I'll predict that he's gonna go to the Cardinals um and I will give him a five-year deal actually at 31 I don't I don't see George Springer as a guy that wants to hit free agency again when he could possibly make a lot of money again, meaning that if he's signing a short-term deal, he obviously could sign another fairly big deal, and I don't I don't see him doing that again, but I think he's going to want to be locked up, and I think the Cardinals should explore that and get that done, so I'm going to say five years at, I'm going to say like an AAV around, what, 20 mil, 20, 22 mil, what would that be? I need a calculator.
2: 100, 110 million, so... You're saying he gets a longer deal, uh, at the same value, um, just in a, he has more years of security. Versus
0: right. I think he's. Jake and I, I think, think he's saying would want he that. gets
2: less years, but the same um, annual average value there.
0: Yeah, I am gonna, I am gonna say he's gonna take the longevity more than the money. Not to say that obviously he's worth the AAV you guys are talking of, but um, I could definitely see him taking more of the mo- or more of the years than the money and I think the Cardinals are a team that if you're a free agent I mean as I said I know their last couple years haven't looked great but that's still a franchise you would love to play for and I could see him taking that with a team like that and a franchise like that 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 one will be interesting though for sure George Springer but um yeah we have one more and this one is going to be the fun one for everyone for us especially and that is Trevor Bauer Pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds. He will be going into his age 30 season, and as we all predicted in our last episode, he will most likely be the Cy Young. We obviously aren't gurus. I guess maybe Jake can argue that, but anyways, so this one is uh this one's fun because as we all have seen on his his tweets and his his YouTube and his articles or whatever it may be, he uh likes to keep it very interesting about where he might be playing next year. He has tweeted at almost like eight different teams I feels like at this point. Just saying something as simple as, wow, it looks nice in Boston or hey the Yankees could use some pitching. Just something just so clever and it's he's a mystery for sure. And um I actually want to hear from Zach first because uh analytically, I know Trevor Bauer obviously his contract could be very interesting because it could either be a one-year deal or it could be a five, six-year deal. Nobody knows. And I want to hear what you think about that.
2: Yeah. Um, Before I get into Trevor Bauer, he's very, I've always been a fan of of him. Um, As you guys know, I've been, I was following him when he was at UCLA and was just thinking that, you know, when him and Cole were in the draft together, I was like, this guy's going to be unbelievable. Um, He had a very up and down road, I guess, in the show. Um he had like obviously like a lot of flashes of good, but also some pretty shitty flashes as well. Including last last year when he was um with Cincinnati. Um and also, fun fact, when I was interning at Wasserman, uh, he's no longer represented by Wasserman. Um he did come into the office one day and I was pretty starstruck. Uh that was pretty that was a pretty cool thing to see, uh, while I was at my desk doing <laughs> It's pretty cool. I don't even remember what the fuck I was doing, but um, it was uh, it was cool to see that. And so, just seeing how um, kind of the c- contracts and uh, whatnot work uh, behind the agency side. Basically, um, if I'm gonna go into predictions here, uh, he's been a very interesting guy. He's been mentioning two year deals, one year deals. Hasn't I don't know. I think he's pretty much open to anything at this point, um, but I'm gonna go with. I've thought a lot about this. I think, you know, he has a ton of options here, um, and I've I thought, you know, maybe San Diego because he could be reunited with uh, his boy Mike Clevenger. I've thought the Giants, the Giants, because the Giants obviously have a need for um, for a pitcher at this point. <laughs> They've been just absolutely trash, so. You know, maybe he signs a long-term deal there. Um, but I think that there is a place that he's going to go, and it's unfortunate because I'm not a fan of this team, but the uh, the reigning 2020 champs, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Because everybody wants to say the, the Angels, right? Everybody wants to say the Angels, but uh, I don't know. The Angels can't get shit done. They never know. They can't ever lock anybody up because... Nobody wants to fucking play there, unfortunately. Sorry, Mike Trout. Um, but I could totally see Trevor Bauer going to the Dodgers, um, and they'll give him whatever he wants um, because they have the money to do that. Um, I know they just locked up Mookie. I know they have like some other big contracts, but I think they have some pretty big free agents coming up too, um, or coming off the books. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dodgers
0: yeah, Turner yeah is coming i'm gonna the go book.
2: yeah i'm gonna go with the uh the west coast evil empire in the los angeles dodgers and imagine that fucking rotation with clayton kershaw bueller um <laughs> dustin may bauer, bauer
0: urias, urias may gonsolin yeah, gonsolin
2: <laughs> so former vacaville high baseball player by the way um Viewers, if you don't know where Vacaville High School is, um, it is the rival high school of um, the high school that we all attended, uh, Rodriguez High School in Fairfield, California. Um, and fun fact, we didn't know that Tony Gonsolin, when Jake and I were playing on varsity together, we had no idea Tony Gonsolin was on Vaca High. And he's now pitching with the Dodgers, which is... Kind of mind-boggling. Anyways, I want to I want to give him the short-term deal, but I just don't see him doing that. I, I think there's too many teams that are gonna offer him way more money um, for a long-term deal, and I'm looking at highest annual average values, and Garrett Cole obviously is at the top with a 36 mil. I, I think he can get somewhere in between that and what Strasburg got at 35 million, so somewhere between 30 35 and a half. Mill, and, let's see, how many, I want to give him eight years, so that's $284 million. So, yeah, I'm going to say a $284 eight-year deal at an annual average value of $35.5 million to the Los Angeles Dodgers, where he will retire, well, he'll be 37, maybe he can still pitch after that, but... um. I think so, right? Is he third? Is he thirty now?
0: He he will be going into his thirties age thirty season. Okay,
2: so I would think that he gets somewhere around that. I I do not see him going with that short term deal. I mean, that would be kind of cool to see him bounce from team to team, but I don't know. He represent. I think he represents himself. Um. So, he who knows what the hell he'll do. But that's my that's my prediction. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: You want to go ahead, Jake? Uh, I'll wait.
1: For Trevor Bauer, um, I got a bold, bold, bold one. I got him going to the San Francisco Giants. Nice. Yes, the San Francisco Giants. Um, it makes sense to me because they can use the starting pitcher. They played very well this year. They have a little young core that they're building underground a little bit. Nobody really knows, but Joey Bart, Elliot Ramos, or Elliot, maybe I don't even know either um but yeah Joey Bart is a good start there and then Hunter Bishop um yeah no they they have a core going there so I think the Giants can spend up they've been looking to spend on offense for the last few years and guys like Stanton and J.D. Martinez hasn't really worked out for them so a guy like Bauer just to top the rotation along with Cueto along with Gosman would be a good step in the right direction in a tough tough NOS So Trevor Bauer Signing a shorter term deal, maybe four or five years as well. I don't see him going long term, seven, eight, nine year deal. Doesn't really seem like his nature. So I got Trevor Bauer to the San Francisco Giants. Nice.
0: Wow, that's an interesting one. I've seen that a couple times actually, and I actually was just talking to uh, Pops about this one. And I don't, I don't see the Giants. I mean, not to totally just discourage your whole take there, but I just feel like a team like that it it would be weird to sign a big money starting pitcher when you i mean not to say that they obviously played very well this season they were right in the thick of things till the very end but are they really going to be contenders next year and maybe even the year after and i know Trevor Bauer i mean he's obviously one of the elite pitchers in the league and anybody would take him no matter where you are in your rebuilding or in your uh plans for your franchise but throwing a lot of money at a starting pitcher i feel like is something you do Towards the end of your rebuild, but you never know. I mean, the Giants—they—they they are again a team, a franchise that doesn't take losing, and they want to be always on top, and that's a statement to make, and that would definitely make their team better. So that'd be interesting to see. And as Zach said, the Dodgers—that's obviously the uh flashy pick, and it's a pick that—I mean, I don't want to predict it because I want to be a little spicy, but it—it it would most likely happen. I could see it too, so we'll see about that, but. I'm actually, Zach said it earlier, he he wasn't big on the Angels, but I just feel like they have, it's not even that I necessarily think they are going to sign him, I feel like they have to sign him, like, it's almost like they they went hard after Garcole Cole, and I mean, he already had his mind made up in the first place that he was going to the Yankees, so that kind of sucked for them, but I think they got to do the same thing with Trevor Bauer, and just go 100% after him, and do what they can, and I'm going to just, I'm going to hope for their sake that they do get him. So I'm going to say he's going to go there and I am going to give him again. I don't know where the money stands. So I'm going to give him what? Seven years, 33 a year. What is that? Let me do my calculator real quick. Um, that is around 230. Seven years, $230 million. I'm going to say around that area. I mean, the exact number is 231, but I'm not going to say seven years, 231, because that's just weird. But I'm going to say he that's going to be his contract. And I think he will sign with the Angels. And I think it's something they should do. And it only makes sense because they have Mike Trout just wasting his career, getting no postseason love. And he is the greatest baseball player of all time. I'm saying it with full confidence and he needs to be in the playoffs. So, they need Trevor Bauer to make that happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. I know that's not your guys' favorite pick, but I'm going to just go with it cuz I need I need Mike Trout to be in the playoffs.
2: It's not a bad pick. I think it's a great pick. I mean, that's kind of like the I guess where he's fr- I I think he's no, he's from he's from la so that's why i was thinking he's either gonna to go to the angels or the dodgers stay close to home um be back in the best place ever i mean i love la so um <laughs> i'm a little biased I'll, I'll
0: put it in there he's from he's from north hollywood california and he actually yeah, he's from put in there. Yeah. He, he went to hart high school where a lot of other major league baseball players have went including tyler glass now so it's pretty cool but since that's all of our uh, free agents, I actually did want to talk one more guy because I think this one's really interesting. I, I love this one because he's, uh I think, the best shortstop in baseball, and it's Francisco Lindor. And I've just heard the report the other day that the Indians plan on trading him, not even necessarily think about it or rumor to. Like, that is their plan. They want to trade him and see what they get for him. So let's go through this one really quickly. But what do you guys think? Where, who? has the assets to get him, and who do you think will actually pull the trigger and the Indians will like Mets, what they're getting from that team Mets
2: sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna cut off i i'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off bro no I, I'm gonna say the Mets the Mets need a freaking star player that's not a pitcher right so um and they they have a lot of uh prospects that they can probably come up with or and or guys on their current roster that they can make uh available for francisco lindor and you know him in the new york spotlight he's just gonna continue to like he's gonna shine um and he'll do really well i think that would be pretty cool to see francisco lindor and robinson cano up the middle i know robinson cano's getting up there in age but just to see a season up with those two up the middle man that That would be pretty awesome. Um, I do think he's going to go there. I think the Mets need to make that splash move this offseason to kind of go... They do... I mean, they have Pete Alonso. They have... They have... um, Conforto. What's it? Conforto. um, Nimmo. They got... Oh, shit. uh, McNeil. Like, they have a solid squad. But if they get, like, a Lindor, dude, like, they're going to be scary. Like... I keep telling you guys, like, I always want to pick the Mets to win the East. And it's because they have all the pieces to do it. They have the pieces to do it. And I think Lindor, though, puts them over that edge. And then, you know, makes them really competitive with, you know, the Braves. Um, And, you know, all these... Obviously, the NL East is just kind of stacked. So, like, the Phillies are good, too. Um Hell, even even the nationals are still good, um, so but I still think they need they need to do something because right now their team is young, and um, they they got a tough division. So putting a Lindor in there though makes them a top
1: threat in that division.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Jay. You can bounce off that because that was your prediction. <laughs>
1: we already talked about in the beginning. Steve Cohen's coming in means all business. He wants to build a winner. They got outfielders. They got young pitchers. They got Infielders, they got it all to kind of give up for Lindor. So I think a package centered around maybe Jimenez or Rosario with a Nemo or a McNeil and a couple other pieces there will get it done. And then if they can sign Romuto, like I predicted, geez, I think this team takes off a little bit in the NLEs. You know, the Phillies are taking a step back, I think. Uh, the Braves are good. The Marlins are up and coming um the nationals are kind of taking a step back but yeah i mean the mets can pull these off with the pitching that they have and the other pieces that they have around them with alonzo and uh conforto um they'll compete not only for the division title but for a world series title with those two on their team
0: yeah i mean i I can go ahead and step in because i'm i'm I'll add the other teams in there. I've heard, obviously, the Dodgers. They're in on just about anyone, and we obviously know they have the assets. They could do just about anything, and that'd be pretty unfair, but they're in there. Um, I've heard the Angels. That was an interesting one I've heard because they have outfield prospects. They have two very good ones, Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh. So that'd be an interesting one, an interesting team, actually. Um, I've heard the Phillies. And I've also heard the Cardinals. So, And then, I mean, a long shot. But again, another team that's in everything is the Yankees. They're also in the mix. Um, So those are the other teams I've heard. But I'll make it short and sweet. Um, I I think the Mets make sense. And I'm going to go back to what I said earlier in the Real Muto um, signing. They just got new ownership. And this guy wants to change the Mets. And he will do anything he can to change the Mets. He's going to spend the money. He's going to trade the prospects he just wants the Mets to be good again because he just invested a whole lot of money in buying the Mets. So, um, and he has the money, uh, Steve Cohen actually is the guy who purchased the Mets for anyone who didn't know. And he's already said he wants to make big moves and he already <laughs> got rid of the whole, uh, front office and he's going to put who he wants in there and he's going to make sure they get these, uh, splash free agents in trades. So I agree. The Mets will be in there. They'll obviously have to trade one of those shortstops whether it's Rosario Jimenez or uh, Mauricio who's a prospect in their system along with one of their young uh, major league ready guys and I mean Nemo as you said JD Davis maybe and I mean they can if the Indians really wanted to they could probably get Dominic Smith from them so they're obviously in, in in control they don't necessarily have to trade him so I mean they probably want to because they know they can get a lot from him but They're in the driver's seat. They can demand who they want, and the Mets could be a little trigger-happy, so you never know. But, um, yeah, that does it. So let's recap that real quick. So we had um, had Real Muto, and I said he was going to go to the Mets. I went Mets. And then we had George Springer. Zach, you said, who again? The Blue Jays, correct? Correct. Okay, and then we went Springer, and I said he was going to go to the Cardinals. Jake, you said? Blue Jays. Okay, and Zach said? Who did I say? Who did Zach say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said the Red Sox. The Red Sox. That's an interesting one.
2: No, 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 I didn't. I didn't. It was a, I said resign. Oh, resign. resign.
0: Okay, awesome. I remember hearing that.
2: Resign with the. I said it would be interesting with the Red Sox. Okay, and then... Sorry, it's been a long
0: day. It's all good. And then Bauer. <laughs> um, I said the Angels. Zach said the Dodgers. And Jake said the... Gigantes. Gigantes. The San Francisco Giants. I forgot about that one. Okay, awesome. And then we all agreed. Uh, Lindor to the Mets makes sense so that's that's interesting I mean we'll see what happens obviously free agency is the hardest thing to predict so we'll see how well we do with those as well but can't wait honestly I mean baseball season's always really interesting I know it's slow but it's always interesting and uh with that we can uh wrap it up with um a new segment I guess we'll see how long this one lasts but I'm gonna go ahead and title this one what were you thinking? And this title comes because Saturday night there was a big college football game for anyone who watches college football. It was number one ranked Clemson versus number four ranked Notre Dame. I actually went to watch this game at uh our dad's house. Um he's a huge Notre Dame fan, so if there's any Notre Dame fans that listen to this, just know that uh Pops is with you too. But um we were watching the game and i'll just i'll make this pretty su- sweet and simple but the game took forever it went into double overtime i don't know if either of you guys i watched didn't it, right? and i'm pissed there i was missed literally... it
2: i'm pissed i missed it because i it was I a saw... it,
0: it was a great yeah. game but um there was it, it was the officiating was terrible like if anyone watched the game they'll they'll know what i'm talking about there was a like uh official review on every play not even just every score Every play it felt like, and it was, it was so confusing because none of the coaches were really arguing calls. Like it was just like the referees just like had to look back on every, every call they made. And it was like, it it was just, it was disgusting. It was like, wow, like what (laughs) you're ruining, arguably one of the best college football games in the last five years. It was a great game. But anyways, the point being Notre Dame upset Clemson, um, in double overtime. It was. Again, a great game. And the title of this, as in What Were You Thinking, is Notre Dame students and fans decided to storm the field after winning this game. And I think everyone is aware by now that we are in the middle of one of the worst times in the world's history. Maybe I mean, we're going through a pandemic and they decided to storm the field with tens of thousands of people and celebrate. And I'm sitting here thinking, is that really a good idea? Um, how many people in that crowd are gonna end up put testing positive for COVID and there goes the numbers, spiking again and just our country just continues to get more and more sick. But <laughs> I was mind boggled that they actually let them storm the field, first of all. And second of all, people were so willing to storm the field. I would have never done that, but I mean, I guess you beat the number one team in the nation and a team that hasn't lost a regular season game in four seasons. I guess you kind of just let your emotions take over, but that was, uh, I couldn't even believe it. I was I was stunned watching that many people storm the field during a pandemic. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. Uh, what were they thinking there? Um, it's, you know, it is like, You know when you you know it's probably hard right now, especially be. I couldn't imagine being like a college student at this point, like at a four year, and you know, especially at a big football school, and you know, obviously this was a big win, but it just kind of blows my mind that you know, you know, students still don't give a shit. They're just gonna continue to live their lives. I am though, however, looking at a picture of this and. Almost every person is wearing a mask, except for one guy has his has a chin diaper, which basically, if you haven't watched the new South Park, you should Where the mask is out in your chin and not over your face. So they call them chin diapers. So there's one chin diaper guy <laughs> in this picture, but it is pretty mind boggling that. Yeah. And then this chick, there's a couple of chicks on guys' shoulders. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: pretty funny. It's, but it was um, crazy, dude. It was crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean again, it's crazy. Uh, Notre Dame is taking action. They are going to mandate that all students get coronavirus, and if they fail to show up to the test, that they will not be able to register for the spring semester or receive their transcript. So there is definitely. Wow. They, I uh, mean, Notre Dame. Notre one. Dame is cracking down, but it's. Uh, yeah, I don't. There's really no way you're going to stop a bunch of college students from rushing the field. I mean, what is the security guard going to do? Or 10, whatever how many security <laughs> guards. I I fuck if I'm a security guard, I'm just gonna let it go. I'm like, dude, I ain't catching COVID. I got a family at home. But <laughs>
0: um Yeah, that was uh that was my what were you thinking? Um nice. I don't know if you guys have any. If not, that's cool, but that was that was just well, something that It was pretty funny and pretty pretty mind-boggling at the same time.
1: Um, That was a really good game, though. But like you mentioned, in the middle of a pandemic right now, um, I think more protocols should have been taken. Um, More security could have been there just to limit that. Because that's a very, very bad look, regardless of who was wearing a mask or not. You're still in close contact with people who may or may not be positive for the coronavirus. So um, something to look, something to think about. Dude, if
2: I get COVID, I get COVID. Have you guys seen that video? <laughs> dude, we just beat video. Clemson. Who cares? From like back in March, the kid, the kid in in Florida, he's like, "We're just trying to have fun oh, spring yeah. break." And dude, if I get COVID, I get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'll survive. Oh, man, it's all good. Hilarious. It's literally like every kid in this picture, but um, yeah, pretty much cool. Well, um. Nate, I'll let you close this out since you, you know, you, you tend to do the closing out, but I did uh enjoy our conversations today. I'm actually looking forward to seeing where our predictions go. Um that's not gonna happen for a minute, but uh you know, hopefully we're um, you know, back in January able to discuss this and bring this episode up. So
0: I mean I again, our first two episodes have been predictions, but I I mean we all love predictions, I think. Everyone loves predictions. It always makes things interesting, makes things spicy. So um, we'll see how that goes. But another great episode, episode number two, that will be Um, episode number one should be up tomorrow on Spotify. Uh, Hopefully it gets um, I think they call it like approved or something. I, I don't know what the terminology is, but hopefully it gets approved, I guess, through Apple Music and Google Podcasts as well um so our viewers can see that anyone can see that and this one will probably be up same time probably keep it pretty consistent with when we upload and um yeah so find that on spotify apple music or apple Podcasts. i should say and google podcast uh tell your friends support the channel and yeah we'll see you guys next week peace